Welcome to Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Are you looking for a genuine relationship with God to experience His joy and His love, eliminate doubt and fear in your life, and find your God-given purpose? Today on Freedom Talk, you'll find answers in today's message through God's Word. Now, let's join Pastor Robert. about the message today. The title of the message today is Being Thankful in All Things. Being Thankful in All Things. I, have, I want to start out with a funny story. A man in Chicago calls his son in New York the day before Thanksgiving, and he says, I hate to ruin your day, but I have to tell you that your mother and I are divorcing. 45 years of misery is enough. Pop, what are you talking about? The son screams. He says, we can't stand the sight of each other any longer, and we're sick of each other, and I'm sick of talking about this, so you can call your sister in Dallas and tell her. Frantic, the son calls his sister, who explodes on the phone like, heck, they're getting divorced. She shouts, I'll take care of this. She calls Chicago immediately and screams at her father, you're not getting divorced. Don't do a single thing till I get there. I'm calling my brother back, and we'll both be there tomorrow. Until then, don't do a thing. Do you hear me? And then hangs up. So then the old man uh, hangs up his phone, turns to his wife and says, okay, they're coming for Thanksgiving <laughs> and they're paying their own, their own way. <laughs> That's just wrong. That is just wrong. <laughs> An attitude of being grateful is one of the most important attitudes that we can have as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. When a person is grateful and uses those two amazing words called thank you, right, uses them often, then those are the kind of people that change the environment around them and they bring light to wherever they are. They, they bring smiles, they bring peace, and they bring joy with that kind of attitude. Someone once said, he who forgets the language of gratitude can never be on speaking terms with happiness. Let me say that again. He who forgets the language of gratitude can never be on speaking terms with happiness. How true. Dietrich Bonhoeffer once said, in ordinary life, we hardly realize that we receive a great deal more than we give. And it's only with gratitude that life becomes rich. So true. There's nothing more offensive or oppressive than an attitude of ingratitude, which is characteristic of the times that we live in, isn't it? In fact, in Romans 1.19, Paul describes the fact that people in general have, who are made in the image of God, God's creation, people have a general revelation of who God is by the things that he's made. But he goes on to describe in Romans chapter 1, a spiritual climate of the world. He says, they know the truth about God, verse 19. They know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, 
his eternal power and divine nature, so they have no excuse for not knowing God. And verse 21 says, yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Does that sound like our generation, confused? Yeah. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools, and instead of worshiping the glorious, ever-living God, they worshiped idols. And it doesn't mean that when we're dealing with people who don't believe in God or don't believe in Jesus, it doesn't mean that we come at them with an attitude that, that we are superior and they are inferior and they don't know anything. Uh, no, the attitude that we come at with is one of humility and one that says, um, how can I help you and find the one that has set me free? How can I help you find the love of God in Jesus Christ? Amen? Amen. Amen. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, Paul gives a similar definition of the current climate, and he actually equates it with things that are happening in the last days. In 2 Timothy 3 verse 1, it says, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days, there will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents. And then look at this next word, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. When he says in the, this will happen in the last days, he says in the last days will be uh, difficult times. He, in the King James, it's called perilous times. And in the original language, that term perilous for perilous times can mean this. In the original is translated times that are hard to do. Times, let's go ahead and show that. I got the list up here. Let's uh, show that list up here. Times that are hard to do. Times that are hard to take. Times that are hard to approach. They are hard to bear. They are troublesome, dangerous, harsh, fierce, or savage. To counter the age in which we live and the culture in which we live, let us be a people who counter that culture by being a people that is thankful. A church culture and a, a believing culture that is thankful, that is grateful, that is loving, that is forgiving. Amen? Amen. Amen. And I know that this world and the, the things that are in this world can be tough. Paul says it right here. It can be even uses the word savage. Being in this world for um, any number of years can start to rub you wrong. And in fact, in my devotions recently, it uh, something stood out to me. It said, uh, he said, God has rescued you from this evil world. And I thought, wow. I mean, the Bible doesn't sugarcoat things. <laughs> it says this world is an evil world that we, we live in. And don't try to gloss that over. But it says that he rescued us from this. And so we live in a kingdom 
that has, it's like a bubble. And it is, it goes against the evilness and the harshness and the savagery of the kingdoms of this world. And we get to live in that protection and in that joy and in God's love and in his forgiveness. And thank God for that because otherwise we'd go crazy in this world, right? But I, I get it though. After a while, it starts to rub you wrong and, and it can make you feel drained. It can irritate you. It can make you even possibly bitter about the, the hard things of this life. And that's why it's so important for us to live in the kingdom and under his rule and reign where he transforms that within us to where we become grateful, we become thankful in the midst of all this, which sounds very ironic. It sounds even crazy, but we've got to make it through this and we've got to make it through victoriously. And the only way to do that is through prayer and to surrender to his kingdom and to become a people that are grateful. Ungrateful people have a tendency, just by the very nature of being ungrateful, they repel others. People don't want to be around someone who is unthankful and ungrateful and has that attitude. And when Paul lists ungratefulness in these verses, in the same verse, he also uses words like proud and boastful. And it's because being proud and being unthankful go together. Did you catch that? Being proud and being unthankful go together. I I caught that spiritual reality, that spiritual truth in my 20s. I was driving down the road and I was listening to Christian radio and a pastor, I don't remember who it was, said that very thing, said that being arrogant and proud and boastful not only causes a resistance from God, because it says he resists the proud, but being thankful goes hand in hand with humility. Uh, I'll never forget that. But uh, if you want to know what you want to know, who says thank you a lot, you know, so the proud have a tendency to not say thank you a whole lot, because it like, like I said, it goes together. But if you want to know a person who says thank you a lot, I'll tell you who that person is, is a, is a person who is broken. It is a person who is humble. It is a person, person who is crushed and contrite. They are quick to say thank you even in the little things. And the, the true is the opposite. If you're arrogant and boastful, then you won't hear thank you a whole lot from, from that kind of person. And we need to instill that in our kids too, uh, you know, you know, your, your, your parents probably did that with you too. You know, what do you, what do you say? What do you say right now? Oh, thank you. Okay, good, good. I was just wondering if you were thankful or not. You know, when somebody does something for you, hey, they just brought something to you and they didn't need to do that. Are you going to say something? Yes. Thank you. Okay, good, good. We need to train that. And the Lord is trying to train us uh, too. Amen. Amen. First Thessalonians 5.18, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Notice this verse doesn't say, be thankful in some circumstances. Notice it doesn't say, be thankful in most 
circumstances. It doesn't say be thankful in good circumstances, although he wants us to be thankful in good circumstances. It says be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will concerning you who belong to Christ Jesus. I love the story of a pastor who reflected on a time when he was 10 years old. I'll reveal to you who this pastor is at the end of the story. He reflected on a time when he was 10 years old, and it was a Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and he said, I was standing next to my desk with hand over my heart as we were together as students pledging our allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, which we did every morning, hanging by the flag that was draped. Following our pledge, our teacher, as she had always done, paused to pray. So she bowed to pray, and we bowed with her. And I noticed it wasn't very long before her voice began to break, and I've never heard our teacher cry and Before long, she couldn't continue as she had heaves of sobbing, and my heart went out to her. Whatever it was, I didn't know, and I didn't know until later that she was in deep grief. We were, of course, in trouble, war on every side of our country. It was pretty bleak time, and she had lost her husband on the shores of Normandy in 1944, and she was going on without without him, and this was their first Thanksgiving her first Thanksgiving without him, and her heart was breaking. This brave woman refused to allow her grief to eclipse the significance of giving thanks. So she finally was able to get a hold of her emotions, and she returned to thanking God for a number of things. Uh, This pastor goes on to say, I was lost in sympathy for her and a little boy's pity for his teacher when I was walking home that crisp November afternoon in East Houston. And that was the day... I fell in love with thanksgiving. And beloved, it ever since, my all-time favorite holiday, he says, and I'll tell you why. Momentarily, I stopped on the way home, and I thank God for my teacher, for our school, for my friends, for my church, for my family, for my country. I still remember a little boy swearing before the Lord that if I was ever able to do so, I would defend our country and didn't understand fully all that that meant. But I remember 13 years later, when I had the privilege of having earned the right to wear the dress blues, wearing the uniform of the Marine Corps, and standing and pledging allegiance to the flag, and more often than not saluting it, was raised and lowered each morning and evening on the island of Okinawa. So I was 8,000 miles away from home. It's interesting on how on those occasions I would remember my 10-year-old experience and my teacher, and uh, this pastor is Chuck Swindoll. By the way, as we just celebrated Veterans Day, I am so thankful for all of our veterans. And if you're a veteran in the house, would you stand? And we need to thank you right now. Would you stand, veterans? Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for all of you who belong to Christ Jesus. Years ago, we had a very, this was probably about 10 years ago, we had a very interesting Thanksgiving. My parents still lived in Southern California. 
we drove down to be with them. But it was one of those kind of odd Thanksgivings where not all of the family could be there on the same day. So we all decided to do Thanksgiving on Friday instead of Thursday. So when we got down there, we had Thursday open. And so one of our relatives got wind of this and said, well, hey, why don't you come and and join us uh, for our extended family, which happened to be there's a relation through on, on one side of our family. She's related. They're related to Pastor Jack Hayford, which I uh, served under Pastor Jack for 10 years. I was a children's pastor at the Church on the Way. They said, come and join us. And uh, Pastor Jack is known all over the world. And we're, we said, okay, wow, well, yeah, we'll, we'll come. And we're going to go to his house for Thanksgiving. So we got there. And Pastor Jack greeted us and Anna, his wife. And there was about 35 people there of family. And Pastor Jack said, Robert, I want you to sit next to me for Thanksgiving dinner. And he said, and Jaylena, I want you to sit next to Anna. We were sitting across from each other. And I was blown away. I was, um, I was shaking. We, were, we had just started pastoring up here. And so he asked me how the church was. He was the president of Foursquare at the time. He said, how's the church going? And I told, told him how, how things were going and things like that. He asked us a lot of questions. As the meal was being served, as we were passing food around, Pastor Jack had to leave the room for a minute. And Anna said to me, Robert, go ahead and when the food comes around, go ahead and load up his plate. So I was really shaking at, at that moment. You know, how much does he want for, 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 for this, you know? <laughs> and... Um, that was a memorable Thanksgiving, and one of my favorite memories of that whole thing was at the end, Pastor Jack said, okay, um, we're going to help clean up this mess. Robert, I want you to meet me at the sink. And it was like, yes, sir. And he and I did the dishes together. I'll never, ever forget that. But, and you know, he's a ser- servant's heart. Um. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will to all of you who belong in Christ Jesus. We have good times, good memories, where we say, Lord, I give you thanks. There was another Thanksgiving that was also memorable for another reason. God showed me something. We also were down in Southern California, and it happened again where all of our family couldn't be there at the same time. And so we decided to do Thanksgiving again on, on, on a Friday, something like that, or Saturday. And because of that, we weren't going to do the big meal on Thursday. So we said, well, let's go to a restaurant. So we went to something like a Coco's uh, or be like the equivalent of a Applebee's, that kind of a thing. And we were there, and we were having Thanksgiving in a restaurant. And while we were there... I looked over someone's shoulder and I saw a mechanic uh, in a uniform having Thanksgiving by himself. And then I looked over and saw another single person uh, having Thanksgiving by themselves. And I, I was struck by all the different people that were in the restaurant that didn't have a Thanksgiving that I was used to. And it humbled me and it opened my eyes, and I realized that I needed to be very grateful for what I have. 
as the scripture says, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will to all of you who belong in Christ Jesus. And thankfulness causes us to have our eyes opened in humility to everything that's going on around us. Pride blinds you, doesn't it? And arrogance, you know, is only concerned about me, myself, and I. Can't see anybody else, only cares about what I can get out of it. But thankfulness and gratefulness and humility says, this isn't just about me. And it's about me being thankful for everything I've got. It's being thankful and putting action to that thankfulness as well. Could we say this verse out loud together? Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. If you ever want to know what God's will is, there it is. There it is. I, I just, uh, man, pastor, I need help knowing what God's will is. I'll just, we'll just open up to this verse right here. Be thankful. God will bring you where you need to be. Just, be. just start thanking him in every circumstance, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face. Thank him, thank him, thank you. God, I thank you. It doesn't make sense that I should be thanking you right now because I don't understand everything. But you are God, and I'm not, and I give you thanks. And keep me in that attitude of gratefulness and thankfulness. I honor you. I reverence you. I respect you. I give you thanks, Lord. I repent of times when I was ungrateful or was only concerned about myself. God, I am grateful, I'm thankful, and in all things, in all things, I give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Father God, we thank you for all that you've given to us. We are grateful. Lord, we are thankful that Jesus, you went to the cross and you gave your life for us. You said, greater love has no man than this, that he laid down his life for his friends, and you called us friends and you gave your life for us, and we are eternally grateful for the sacrifice that you gave. Almighty God became a man and went to the cross for us. You took my place. You took everyone's place so that we could be saved. We are grateful. We are thankful. Let us live in that humility and in that thankfulness, Lord, every day of our life, not just Thanksgiving, but every day we give you thanks. Not just in the good times, but in the bad times too. It doesn't make sense, but we give you thanks because you told us to. You told us to. And you are making us into the children of God that you want us to be. Just like a parent would say to a child, this is how I want you to be. I want you to be a thankful person. And that's what you want in us, Heavenly Father, to be a thankful person, a person of gratitude and humility. God, we thank you for changing us and making us that way every day. Train us, Lord. Teach us. Make us a teachable people all the way to heaven all the way to glory. If you're here today or you're watching and you've never opened your heart to the love of God in Jesus Christ, today is your day. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day for you to say yes to Jesus. And we've been praying for you to make that decision. 
If you'd like to make that decision today with everyone else's eyes closed, just do one simple thing. Just look up at me. And by looking up at me, you're saying, Pastor Robert, today's the day that I want to open my heart to Jesus Christ. I want to give him my life today. I won't embarrass you. I won't point you out just between you and me and God. Anybody else that would like to make that decision, I'll agree with you right now. And we'll all pray out loud together with our eyes closed. Okay, anybody like to make that decision? Or maybe you're watching online. You want to make that decision. Let us know. But let's all pray this prayer together right now. Father in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus, your only begotten son, who came to earth, who lived his life, a perfect life, a sinless life, and took that life up to the cross to become the ultimate sacrifice for my sin and the sin of the world. On the third day, you rose from the grave. I believe it. I receive you, Lord Jesus, into my heart. Come in. Thank you for joining us today on Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Freedom Talk is all about equipping you to walk in God's freedom every day. With a focus on outreach, Freedom Church loves to be part of what God is doing all over the world, both locally and globally. You can join Freedom Church for services Sundays at 10 a.m. at 4065 Grass Valley Highway in Auburn. We'd love to meet you, pray with you, have you visit as a guest, or you can join online at freedom-church.tv. If you enjoyed this message, we'd love to hear from you. To ask for prayer or say hello, visit our website and click on Connect Card at freedom-church.tv. Join us next week at this time as we continue our journey of freedom in God's Word on Freedom Talk.